Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems, too like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Welcome to the INFJ Whisperer podcast, where I dissect all things INFJ. You are not alone anymore. There are others like you. I hope that you're doing amazing wherever you are in the world. My name is Boomchaka and I welcome you to my channel. As always, I'm really grateful that you're listening, subscribing, and commenting. I really appreciate the support. 
And I know that you probably have been kind of surprised by the fact that I'm not posting as much. So if you just joined in or if you haven't seen my videos in a while, I'm not posting every single day, but only on Thursdays right now. And maybe eventually I'll do Monday, Thursdays, but for right now, I'm a little bit busy with other projects. So I'm kind of just focusing on doing it once a week. In this one, I wanted to speak to you about shame and how there's a lot of great resources right now, nowadays at least. I didn't, we didn't have these resources when I was younger and I had a lot of shame to deal with. So I'm grateful that the people who are dealing with a lot of shame right now have these resources to work with. Particularly the books by Brené Brown are amazing. Daring Greatly or um, Rising Strong or like, I mean, all of her books. Anything that she does is amazing. But uh, she talks a lot about shame, vulnerability and guilt. And one of the main things that she says a lot, and she repeats this over and over again every single book, is that there's a big difference between shame and guilt. And I wanted to speak about it here because I noticed that a lot of INFJs, me included, of course, uh, feel shame rather than guilt and why that's a problem, right? So the main difference between shame and guilt is that shame, when you feel shame for doing something, whatever it might be, you might have missed a flight or... Uh, you might have uh, dropped your phone in the toilet. <laughs> I don't know why I came up with that example. But anyways, you know, you might have kind of done something bad, bad if you say it like that. And instead of feeling shame, instead of feeling like, oh, right, I made a mistake, you're like, I am a bad person. So shame says that you're a bad person or you're a, a, a terrible person for what you did, right? So if you dropped your phone in the toilet, you're like, oh my God, I'm a terrible person. I'm such an idiot. I am horrible, I shouldn't even be allowed to live in this world, like what's wrong with me? You know, you kind of go directly into shame. Guilt is completely different because it says I did something wrong. It doesn't say I'm a bad person, that I am wrong, that I am a wrong human being and I shouldn't be allowed to live. It says I did something wrong. It separates you from the act. So you're not the action, you are the actor, right? <laughs> I hope that makes sense if I said it right. So you're not the person who you just did something wrong. You're not a wrong person. You're not a bad person. And that delineation is so important because you really need to realize that a lot of the things that we do as INFJs are not terrible things, right? But because of our perfectionism, and I am saying this very strongly because I am very much deep into perfectionism a lot of the times, and because of our perfectionism, we can't pull ourselves out of the, the situation and say, okay, cool. I, I know that I can't be perfect all the time. Yes, I'm a human being. Yes, I'm allowed to make mistakes. No, it doesn't mean that I'm a horrible person that deserves to die because of this, right? Unfortunately, and I'm just saying this from experience, of course, I'm not saying it because I've seen other people do it only. I say it from my own experience of going into the shame spiral and, and believing that I should just, you know, go and die or just, you know, kill myself because how dare I do something so terrible and going into this perfectionism mode where everything has to be perfectly, perfectly perfect. Otherwise, I'm not even gonna bother doing it, right? And so I know from personal experience that going into a shame spiral can be debilitating. Debilitating in so many different ways. Not only is it really bad for your health, because I know when I would get into a shame spiral, I wouldn't take care of myself properly, I wouldn't drink enough water, I wouldn't sleep, I wouldn't eat. I wouldn't go out, go and hang out with friends because what happens when we're in a shame spiral as an INFJ is we isolate ourselves and we hide in the corner, hide in our rooms and don't talk to anyone, don't tell anyone what's going on with us. 
because we believe that we are a bad person who doesn't need, doesn't deserve to be around people and who doesn't deserve help from other people. That's a huge thing for us as well. We don't ask for help. And so we kind of hide in the corner, we hide in our rooms, we don't actually ask for help, we get stuck in this same shame spiral, we aren't able to pull ourselves out of it, we spend hours, days, weeks in it, perhaps months in it, not able to do any creative work, which is a huge one for me, which is why I really don't like going into a shame spiral because it completely zaps me of all my creativity. Because creativity is about being in the moment and shame is about being in the past. Shame is all about living in the past. You sit there and you live in the past and you live in that past mistake and you just berate yourself over and over again for it and you just keep on saying things like, I can't believe I'm such a terrible person. How can I even, how could I make such a stupid mistake? How could I be so stupid? Right? So we constantly berate ourselves and we just get stuck in that and then we're not able to move past it, as I said. We just, we are stuck in that mode of, oh my God, I'm a terrible person. How could I be such a terrible person? And we don't allow ourselves the space even to start looking at other criteria or options. We don't even allow ourselves the space to say, okay, all right, cool. So I made a mistake. It's not such a big deal. Maybe I lost $20 on this thing, or maybe I, uh, I, I need to spend $200 on repairing my phone, or, um, you know, maybe I missed a flight, so I'll just have to book a next one and, you know, pay the extra or whatever it might be. It's just, it, most mistakes, actually, I would say, all mistakes are repairable. Yeah, all mistakes are repairable. Yeah, you can ask for forgiveness if you did something wrong to another person. You can pay a little bit of extra money to fix the things that you broke or, you know, things like that. I feel like, at least in my life, every mistake, mistake that I've done has been repairable. Absolutely, completely repairable. Like, no doubt in the, in a, and no shadow of a doubt, it's repairable, right? So, instead of actually thinking about, okay, how am I going to repair the situation? I spend time in shame spiral where I'm like sitting there thinking, oh my God, I'm a terrible person. This is irreparable. I can't believe this. This is going to hang over my head for the rest of my life. Not because of anyone else, but because we do it to ourselves. Not because we're saying, oh my God, I'm a terrible person because I did this particular thing and you know I'm going to talk to myself nicely and try to get over it. No, 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 no. No one else says anything. No one else says, oh, well, remember that time 25 years ago you did that particular thing and you're such an idiot for it? No one ever says that to us. Why? Because they don't need to. We say it to ourselves. <laughs> and so we're constantly telling ourselves. I mean, I still think about stupid mistakes I made in high school or in middle school. And I think to myself, oh my God, how could I do that? Hopefully I'm much better than that now. I'm not really. <laughs> so... So instead of actually, as I said, instead of getting over the shame spiral by finding solutions, and that's the main way to get out of it, I found for myself, is to realize, okay, it's, it's a mistake, it's a temporary thing, I can fix it. I can fix it. And as soon as I can realize that I can fix it, because most mistakes, as I said, all mistakes are repairable, um, I think, at least in my opinion, it has been so. And so as soon as you start finding a solution to the problem, instead of sitting in that shame spiral, you can actually move out of that shame spiral and start moving forward into the present moment. Because as I, as I said earlier, you're stuck in the past and you need to move into the present. Okay, decide, okay, what am I going to do? All right, I dropped my phone in the toilet. I'm going to keep on using that ex example. What am I going to do now? Well, you go online, you Google places that tell you how you can repair your... Uh, phone. Either you do it by putting it in a bag of rice. I've heard it's supposed to help because it absorbs all the water. I know random, random thing that I know. 
uh, or you know you switch it off and let it dry off or you go to a store and you get it fixed that's it that's it that's that simple as that but instead as an INFJ because of our perfectionism mood because of our thing oh my god I shouldn't make any mistakes I should be perfect I'm not allowed to make mistakes I don't give myself permission to make any mistakes I don't I shouldn't make any mistakes because other people are allowed to make mistakes of course yeah we're very kind to other people who make mistakes to other people who make mistakes but if we make a mistake then it's completely unacceptable right so of course we have we have very different standards for ourselves and for other people but I do realize that as soon as I'm like all right cool let's make so let's take an action let's let's make this mistake right again like let's fix it because there is a solution here I just need to find it and as soon as I find it and I do it I can move forward I can move past it I can start moving towards the present moment again right being here right now again and start taking care of myself again stop berating myself stop being mean to myself and just start being nice again to myself right because as I said I always say this to all of you uh, as an INFJ one of the biggest things we need to learn is to talk to ourselves as we talk to other people treat ourselves as we treat other people it's very easy for us to apply the golden rule to other people so we are always kind to well we try to be as much as possible kind to other people we're nice to other people as much as possible. We speak softly to them. We don't berate them or criticize them. So we're really good with other people, but we don't apply those same rules to ourselves. We're not kind to ourselves. We're not nice to ourselves. We don't treat ourselves well, and we don't take care of ourselves, and we are not kind in our words to ourselves. We berate ourselves. We criticize ourselves. And so we really need to learn that, okay, a mistake is just a mistake. It is a temporary thing that can be fixed and more importantly, you learn a lesson from that mistake and then you're able to use that mistake in order to move forward, right? So you learn from the mistake, whatever it might be, uh, I'm not gonna use my phone in the toilet anymore, yeah. <laughs> or um, I'm gonna make sure that I always double check my flights and flight times before I go to a flight so I don't miss it. And uh, I'll make sure I don't have my headphones on so I don't miss the, the flight call, things like that, because I did that once. <laughs> I'm never doing that again. Um, and so things like that, right? you learn from your mistakes and then you never repeat them again. Of course, the problem is if you keep on repeating them over and over again and then you're like, oh, what am I doing here, right? So really be careful to learn from your mistake, move forward, change, take action, don't berate yourself, and then stay in the present moment. That's really what I got out of it. So I do recommend that you read any and all uh, books by Brené Brown, of course, they're brilliant. Uh, but really understand the key difference between shame and guilt because it'll really help you a lot because shame is debilitating. Guilt actually helps you move forward. If you feel guilty about something, you're probably trying to improve on that. Shame holds us back. Guilt moves us forward. And so really, it's very good if you can move from shame to guilt, but also why have either, right? Like no need to have either. Just, just keep on improving yourself without any of these debilitating negative emotions if possible, right? So I hope you found this useful. Um, if you have questions about this, let me know. But I find this to be extremely, extremely important, this topic. And so please, please let me know if you have any questions. I really want to talk more about it. I've been reading a lot of stuff by Brené Brown, and I'm just addicted. All right, I'll see you in the next one again. Thank you so much for supporting me uh, throughout these all these four or five years that we've been together. And I hope that you know we keep on going on this journey together for a long time to come. All right, bye for now. Thanks for listening. If you want to put a face to the voice, you can check out my YouTube channel, Boom Shaka. Bye for now.
Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.